The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Over the weekend, we had yet another major incident in Dublin city centre, an assault, this time using a knife. In a moment, we're going to talk to Richard Guiney, the chief executive of Dublin Town. But first, Conor Lally, security and crime editor of the Irish Times. Uh, what do we know of what happened in Grafton Street yesterday morning? Yeah, I mean, essentially, this is this is quite an unusual incident, Matt, in that it was, you know, very early in the morning and 9 a.m. I mean, the various other incidents that have happened in, uh, you know, June, July and August have been, you know, late at night or in the very early hours of the morning. So this is an early morning incident. Um, two men who weren't known to each other... Um, Basically, one of them assaulted the other um, on the Trinity College end of Grafton Street. Um, we're not exactly sure what this, you know, what this attack, you know, why it happened. Um, but as I say, these two men weren't known to each other. One of them assaulted the other. Um, the victim was actually walking off and didn't realise he'd been stabbed. Um, and how is the, the victim? Street. Is the victim uh, seriously ill or okay? Well, the victim sustained several stab wounds, um, was taken off to James's hospital and has been undergoing treatment there. So we do expect him to make a recovery. Um, though obviously if you've been stabbed several times, I mean, that's a very serious incident. Um, and so the as, alleged as assailant, now we say alleged because I believe charges have been brought and bail has been denied. Hmm. Yes, so essentially Gardy arrived on the scene very quickly um, and there were there were quite a few people on Grafton Street at that time. They were able to point the guards, you know, towards the area where they thought the man involved had gone to. Uh, so that was up at the top of Grafton Street, up by um, Stephen's Green. A man was arrested there uh, by the guards straight after the incident and a knife was also recovered in the area. Now that's been kind of, you know, sent for guard testing to try and establish um to try and establish if that was the weapon that was used in the incident. Um but it, it does seem to be quite a strange um incident in the sense that we, we you know we generally don't see this kind of violence at that hour of the morning. And again it'll just add to this, you know, concern around um these attacks that have been taking place. Um we obviously as you know and I have been on with you before we've been speaking about these high profile incidents um and some people now have been really, really seriously injured in these attacks. So it is a concern. Um, the guards are saying that the 10 million overtime package that has been made available by Helen McEntee, um to the end of the year, that that's already in use, that there's a policing surge already underway on the streets of the capital, um, and that, you know, as I say, they are going to work as hard as they can in order to catch, um, you know, these people who are who are involved in the violence. Obviously, the Guardi can't be everywhere, and we have focused in recent times on the various incidents that have taken place at various locations, mainly on the north side of the River Liffey, coming over into Temple Bar as well. And now, I mean, it would appear moving further south into what might have been regarded as safer areas such as Grafton Street. Yeah, I, I certainly do think that's true. Um, you know, you, you know, you will hear of incidents around the Temple Bar area, sometimes up around Camden Street and so on. Certainly around Grafton Street is not as, um, you know, violence does not happen as regularly there. And I think that's mainly because a lot of the night, um, you know, the, the very late night venues aren't located there. I mean, there are one or two places around there, but, um, it wouldn't be a place that people spill out onto the streets in the early hours of the morning from, you know, lots of, um, clubs and pubs. So certainly, um, it, it, as, as you say, it is an area that you wouldn't associate with that violence. But look, 
to be quite honest with you, Matt, these incidents can really happen anywhere. Yeah. Um, they happen in the suburbs, they happen down the country, they happen in parts of Dublin. But certainly the north central city has been the hotspot for the last while, and now we see it on the south side as well. And Connor, um, can I just ask you as well, before I turn to Richard Guiney, we have about 40,000 Americans coming into Dublin this week for the hmm. college's American football game between Notre Dame and uh, Navy. Are there concerns about having such a high number of American tourists wandering around the city? Will there be a heightened guard of presence to take account for that? There will be a heightened guard of presence to take account of that, but generally, you know, generally the heightened guard of presence, to be honest with you, Matt, is around the venue of uh, where, you know, where the game is on. It's generally a kind of a crowd control operation. Um, I do think, though, from what I've, you know, from what I've gleaned from, um, you know, senior guard sources, they are very conscious that there will be a lot of U.S. tourists in town over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And um, I think quite a bit of that overtime uh, fund that's been made available to the guards by Helen McIntyre. I don't think there'll be any shortage of overtime going at the weekend as the guards put in, you know, a fairly uh, significant effort try and avoid any really, um, you know, violent incidents uh, that will involve U.S. tourists, particularly coming after Stephen Termini was attacked on Talbot Street last month. Indeed, and Richard Guiney, Chief Executive of Dublin Time, given that the U.S. Embassy has effectively issued a warning to its citizens about the dangers of the mean streets of Dublin, how concerned are you, given that an awful lot of these tourists will arrive in well in advance of this weekend? Yeah, look, first of all, it's a, obviously a welcome event um, and the, the city has done particularly well in, in with these events in, in the past. Um, look, we, we, we have major events on a very regular basis and they, they pass off uh, fairly successfully so I would be confident that, uh, that the same will apply on, on for this event and I, I think you know, people will enjoy it and certainly the 40,000 American tourists are very welcome. That said, you are meeting with the Gardaí this week and the City Council, aren't you, about these fears of an increased amount of street violence? Yeah, we are meeting um, now. This will be kind of a regular uh, event. Uh, we meet be the, the Gardaí on a fairly regular basis with uh, with members. So um, you know, we're, we're having the meeting this week, and and I'm sure some of the the, the concerns that are are being expressed will be raised. Um, we certainly have seen um, an increase in shoplifting and aggression within that, uh, and there is a heightened sense of uh, aggression. It's something that we're Speaking to international colleagues, uh, you probably saw the, the the recent events in Oxford Street as well, um, and similar things are happening in in North America. Um, so there is this kind of aggression in the post-pandemic world, um, and certainly there's there's issues with uh, teenagers whose behaviour is quite difficult. So I think we need to get to to grips with all of that. I think we need to. You in what know, way? How would you do that? I, I think there's there's certainly going to be a role, role particularly with for for the young people for Tusla. Um, and I think you know that we need to look at how we manage uh, vulnerable people as well. I think we we certainly need to improve how uh, services are provided to to vulnerable people, particularly homeless folks. I think we can look at, you know, I, I don't believe that it's necessary to provide services on the street. I think that can be done in a discrete location that uh, respects the dignity of, of people who are, are vulnerable and in need of services. 
But I think, you know, more generally, we have to look at, certainly look at the, the kind of aggressive behaviour that we're experiencing. Uh, perhaps that may be down to uh, differences in the, in the type of drugs that some people are taking. But there's obviously, you know, it's not, this isn't just one uh, issue that's giving rise to, to problems. I think we have to look at all of the, the, the various different things that are happening um, on a societal level so to understand what's happening. Well, I think there's certainly on the, the, the drug side, there's definitely, you know, there's a change in the, the drug of choice uh, from, from some people. I definitely think the pandemic has, has had a, uh, an impact on, on young people and that definitely needs to be addressed. Uh, I'm not a psychiatrist or a, a, a sociologist, but there certainly is a difference in the behaviour and that's, that's being picked up by, um, by certainly by, by members and, and it's been seen in the public domain. Um, so I think, you know, we need to have those kind of responses. Um, you know, this isn't a policing issue only. Um, we're very pleased that there will be, you know, that overtime has been allocated. We certainly hope that the, uh, there's an improvement in the, in the recruitment numbers coming through. All of that's going to be very welcome. But I think we do need to address the, the societal issues as well and, and how, we, how we address those um, societal issues and particularly for very vulnerable people. Well, just to finish, would you saw Conor Lally on this? Do you think would Richard's analysis get a sympathetic hearing from the Gardaí? Yeah, I mean, I think the Gardaí, I think a lot of Gardaí would agree with that. Um, certainly a lot of the guards that I've spoken to, they will say things like there are far too many drug treatment centres in the city centre. Um, really what happens is you're inviting in people who... Um, you know, need, you know, need to be treated for drug addiction. You're inviting in that, you know, them into town every day. Um, a lot of them are hanging around the streets and they're kind of dealing drugs to each other. Um, very often they're consuming drugs in the air, you know, in the open as well, places like the boardwalk and so on. And, you know, the guards will concede that if you try to move those treatment clinics out into the suburbs, people would object all over the place. And they also can see that these people do need treatment. Um, but there seems to be a very large concentration of these services right in the city centre. And this was certainly a sentiment that I heard from traders on Talbot Street when I interviewed them um, about three or four weeks ago. Um, they just basically believed that there was an awful lot of social problems being inv- invited into town every day day and that they were hanging around on the streets and it was leading to quite a bit of, you know, trouble, things like street drug dealing, antisocial behaviour and so on. Um, But then, in the same breath, they also say if you try to move those services elsewhere into, you know, maybe more uh, residential areas, the people who live there wouldn't be too pleased. So it's kind of hard to know what to do, really. Thank you very much, Collar Lally, Crime and Security Editor of the Irish Times, and Richard Guiney, Chief Executive of Dublin Town. 0874100102 gives you the last word by text or by WhatsApp. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today and-